Hey guys, if you live in Zimbabwe, you may have seen a number of stories in the press speaking about the influx of counterfeit or illicit alcohol that's flooding the market. This is obviously especially concerning as we approach the festive season. Maybe you've even seen forwards in the group chat with alcohol being sold at ridiculously cheap prices. The scariest thing about this recent trend is that consumers don't know what's in the drinks they're consuming. Some of these counterfeit alcohols contain harmful products such as ethanol and pure alcohol as well as coloring agents that could cause irreversible damage to the health of consumers. So because of this, Jameson Irish Whiskey has launched the hashtag BuyOriginal campaign. To help you identify that your Jameson Irish Whiskey is original, they have added extra safety and security markers to protect you. Whenever you buy a bottle of Jameson Irish Whiskey, look out for a clear seal on the neck of the bottle with the Jameson text and a white sticker on the bottle reminding you to drink responsibly. For more information on how Jameson Irish Whiskey is protecting you from counterfeit alcohol and how you can identify if your whiskey is original, head on over to twobroketumbos.com forward slash Jameson or look out for the information on our social media pages. Jameson Irish Whiskey by Original. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are a real one if you remember this. 1,000 years ago, superstition and the sword ruled. It was a time of darkness. It was a world of fear. It was the age of gargoyles. Stone by day, warriors by night. We were betrayed by the humans we had sworn to protect, frozen in stone by a magic spell for a thousand years. Now here in Manhattan, the spell is broken, and we live again. We are defenders of the night. We are gargoyles. I do remember gargoyles. Well, I got Disney Plus then. So, uh, what do you mean you got? Do you have Disney Plus? Do you know it's a. Yeah. You know, what's his name? I think it's. What's it? Let me get his name. I think it's Merle Mandridge. You know, he did the voiceover for this? I, I saw it on a. He was doing a TikTok of all the voices he's done. I'm trying to get his name. Um, dang. What's his name? What's his name? Okay. I, I know that. I remember the, one of the shows he's on. But anyway, let me. Let me. Let me load it up. We're gonna speed through this. I'm trying to. I, I actually saw. A, I saw a YouTube video that was like a, an in-depth analysis of this show, and it went into depth, like really going into why this changed the game, and you know, Keith David. There we go. Keith David. There we go. Keith David did that voice. So if you if you check, oh, if you go, I, I uh, see, I was right, huh? Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Well, 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 welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Two Broke Twimbles. As usual, we are going to try to get the energy up, get you feeling good, get you ready. So, Phil, I have to ask you, are you good to go? Sound of the thing, Hey, 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 hey. Get my dog. Let me hear a drum play. Guess who's back at 100% health? The Ross Cloud, they try to bring me down. 
never succeed against we. Hear me now, hear me now, hear me now, hear me now, hear me now. Danny, that guy. Work one day, work one day, work Talk one to me, day. Danny. Welcome to another episode of Two Broke Twin Balls. It's your boy, Danny, that guy, a.k.a. Danny Ass, a.k.a. The Only Guy, a.k.a. Catch Me, fighting for the environment at COP26. That's right, that's right. And he's here with one and only the unmistakable, the Palm State Estationable, Enterable before curfewable. Phil Chart, aka Black Lost, the Big Boss, baby, aka Vita P, aka Sexington Lovu, aka DJ Karadi, aka Filthy Phil, and of course. Um, What's up, guys? Phil, you have you have you ever bought uh, a case of Glenfiddich for your president? I don't think you have. Oh, who who, who did that? Who did? You didn't see? You didn't see the team over there in Scotland? Mm. Scotland Day by the I saw I saw I saw I saw I saw a post and then I I, I sent a screenshot to, to 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 one of our clients for obvious reasons and they were like you better not say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you gotta oh, buy whiskey else? for you know just to show your support, you know, sometimes. Mm, mm. <laughs> Yo, Zimbabwe is so embarrassing, fam. man. Never oh, oh my god. Why? Dude. Why? Fam, the permanent secretary of information. High ranking government official. Kutara myself is Kutesco. And it's really, yeah, wow. Like he's doing a goch goch. Hi, wow, guys. Anyway. Ah, guys. Huh? How are you posting like a, like a, like a 16 year old going to Palm State <laughs> on Saturday? Like, I don't understand. Guess, 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 guess. All right, we're going to get to that. Yo. We're going to get to that, Philip. Yo, actually, yeah, we need, we need to get to that. Yo, fam. You know, like, I really am happy that we, we took on this sponsor because, yeah, th- this fake alcohol thing is serious. There's a different kind of drunk I'm seeing, especially this past weekend. And it's it's not like a normal alcohol drunk. It's 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 yeah, yo, it's crazy out here. Anyway, let's, let's start the show then. Let's we'll go. get into it. We'll get into it. But as usual, let's start off with some positive news. Uh, something to be proud of Zimbabwe for. Let's talk about Zimbabweans doing it big. Uh, we've expanded this to Africans doing big as well. But this time we've got Zimbabweans. Don't worry. So first of all, I want to give a shout out to someone we've never mentioned on this podcast before. His name is Munya Chawawa. UK-based Zimbabwean comedian. I need energy. Uh, apparently, he does comedy skits and stuff. Uh, you may not have seen them because we don't talk about him on this podcast oh, okay. at all. But, uh, yeah, no, he's mm-hmm. been nominated. We never have. For uh, mm. uh, the Channel 4 National Comedy Awards. His category is uh, Comedy Breakthrough. Comedy Breakthrough Award. Mm. So, he needs your I help. I guess it helps that he has a show on Channel 4. Yeah, yeah. Like, having a show on Channel 4 for the Channel 4 Awards will, will be helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, we, we need your help. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, a Zimbabwean who needs to be voted for needs your help. Um, yeah. So you can, you can, uh, I don't know where you vote. Let me, let me quickly pull it up. You can go to the nationalcomedyawards.com and then vote for Munya Chawawa if you like his comedy or if you are Zimbabwean, then you can just vote for him by default. Speaking of voting, remember we called for people to vote for Kara Black for the Tennis Hall of Fame. <clears throat> They just announced today. Yeah, they were like, our number one voted for person, Kara Black. See, so she's now she's officially being inducted into the Tennis Hall of Fame. Ah, uh, nice. So uh, that good. means Madam Boss is winning at the year. year what, uh, yeah, she's winning. She's, she's taking it home. Lovely. That's without so, that's Zumba Maramba Fungwe. You know, we still managed. Um, still, yeah, on, right? still talking about Zimbabweans <laughs> doing it big. I want to talk to you about... Uh, uh, little known Zimbabwean. His name's Chris. 
He's mm. got a band, a small little band, and they've decided. Wait, our director, Shocker? No, 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 not that one. Um, yeah. Wait, Pratt? Uh, closer. Reeves? Um, someone alive. Cross. <laughs> Jump a little more. But you're in the correct realm. Music. <laughs> um, you see, there is a, there's a Zimbabwean initiative called My Trees Trust Mitiangu. And it is being supported by mm. this Zimbabwean Chris. He's, uh, he's part of a small band. Mm. You may, a small band. You may have heard of them. They're called Coldplay. Uh, so. Oh, they did the song with BTS. I know them. Yeah. They, they, on the, I come up. Christopher Martin and Coldplay have announced that they will be partnering with Zimbabwean <laughs> community led forestry restoration project, My Trees Trust, Mitiangu. And they will be the conservation partner. Coldplay is a conservation partner to bring trees back to Zimbabwe. And of course, Chris mm. Martin chose Zimbabwe because his mother is Zimbabwean, which means he's Zimbabwean. That's right. As far as Zimura is concerned mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. their 75% local airplay content. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to a Zimbabwean doing it big <laughs> in Coldplay. Welcome to Local Hour. You're a star. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Let's let's move on. Let's follow up to what we discussed in our last episode, Philip. Now, if you remember last episode, we were mm. we were engaging in some conjecture about what Facebook would be called. And I think we had settled on Facebook mm-hmm, mm-hmm. make face or something like that. I think I think it was a shoe win. I I put a hundred dollars down on that. Did I win? Um you did not win. It was sad that the name actually came Damn out it. before the episode came out. <laughs> um Facebook has officially no, well, changed yeah, its name. The, the episode got deleted, yeah. So. Mm, they they spelled the the e is in the wrong place, but yeah, I think that's a fitting name. Like, had that been an a, it would have made perfect sense. Mate. Oh, so they would yeah. both be a's. <laughs> so like the 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 midfielder, the Spanish midfielder, first name Juan. Exactly. Yes. Okay, understood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I know everyone is making fun of this, but mm. but. I sadly think it's going to work. Um, I, I was actually quite benevolent, but um, I read an article on. Um, geez, I'm forgetting the website. Uh, I'll remember just now. And then also Brianna Wu on this week in mm. tech, and they both had the same argument, which was, yes, this possibly could work, but there is absolutely zero evidence um, that it will, like, because there's no early adopters. And they they went through historically all these revolutions in technology, and they were like, and each stage when they had the hockey stick moment was because they had reached critical mass of early adopters. Facebook does not have a critical mass of early adopters to the metaverse. The human body is also not designed to be in virtual reality glasses for long periods of time. So I think we're still a ways off. And for a long time, we thought Facebook was untouchable. We thought like no one was going to get them. And all of a sudden, within three years, TikTok is giving them a run for their money. Especially since Facebook is the reason why they have had this drastic change is because Facebook is aging out of its key demo. That's what I was about to say. Every year, their the key demographics are getting older and older and older. And TikTok is probably, well, I don't know. I can't predict the future, but it's looking likely that they could at least equal part of the relevance of, of Facebook. But Facebook has hedged their bets. Because even though Facebook gets older, Instagram is still maintaining some of its youthfulness, some, 
But even despite both of those, WhatsApp is still the de facto messaging platform for all of the developed world. I mean, developing world. So no matter what, Facebook is still going to have a massive presence. So taking aside the virtual reality element, that's a whole other discussion about what, you know, how that's going to turn out. The simple fact, the simple act of changing the company name to Meta, I think is going to dispel humans are so weird. We, our brains make subconscious associations. And I'm pretty sure that's the whole thing that they're trying to aim for. So yes, metaverse and blah, blah, blah. That's a whole, you know what? If it wasn't for all the scandals that Facebook is involved in right now, they probably would have started a separate company called Meta and then use that to focus on, on, you know, virtual reality, virtual reality mm. and so on. The fact that they've changed the company, not the product name, obviously the, the social website Facebook is going to continue, but now Instagram is going to be by Meta. WhatsApp is going to be by Meta. Um, any discussions going forward about the company and the CEO of the company is going to be Meta. And even though consciously we know Meta and Facebook are the same thing, subconsciously the word Facebook has already taken on its own meanings. I think this is going to work for them. And that makes me mad because it's such a lazy, silly way to get past accountability. Mm. So are you saying that Facebook is now the Philip Morris of social media? I need to I need to understand a little bit more about that reference before I agree, but I'm going to trust you and say yes. Okay, okay, Dan. Okay, okay, Dan. Um, throughout the the latter parts of the last century, there was a big tobacco company called Philip Morris mm. that would constantly refute scientific research that tobacco was harmful, and then it got to a point where their name was so toxic they were losing um, brand value. So to address this. They changed their name to Altria Group. <laughs> mm, yes, that's exactly it. And it will, and it worked for them, didn't it? To a degree, yes, it did. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't solve any of their problems. They'll still have to deal with them, but at the very least, they've bought themselves some time. And I, I hate that, mm. but I could be wrong. I don't know. Let's see what happens. Anyway, so yeah, I'll see you guys all in the metaverse, eh? <laughs> Side note. Mm. It's always been a funny joke so that's a- that. Mark Zuckerberg is not human. But it's like either he's deliberately doing it now or he's genuinely just completely out of touch. No, because it's too much. I think he's just out of touch. Nah, yeah. it's too much. Uh, you know what? We should, we should, we should dedicate one of the, one of the episodes of Mental Wellness Mondays to just psychoanalyzing Mark, Mark Zuckerberg. That'd be it's fun. too much. But yeah, I don't think he, dude, I, I, I can't remember if I've told you this. I, I don't think I've told the story in the podcast, but, I've been around, there was a time when I was around like a really wealthy person. And I, I'm not talking about Zimbabwean, um, Korokoza wealthy. I'm talking about wealth, wealth, right? And this person, by all intents and purposes, was a good person. Good hearted. You could tell this is a good hearted person. But they also had some deficiencies in their character. They weren't very engaging. Um, they, they were very much like, if I said it, then it's facts. Mm. Um, no one, no one has ever questioned me, that type of thing. And after hanging with them, I realized why they think that way is because when you're that wealthy or you're that powerful, even when you're wrong, no one is going to question you. Right? So if you look at Mark Zuckerberg, it's almost akin to like an athlete. Mark Zuckerberg has clearly been extremely intelligent all his life. 
So you have a lifetime worth of people telling you you're intelligent. And if someone tells you something enough times, you're going to stop believing it. So he believes he's intelligent. He made a big bet on himself with Facebook. And that bet paid off in a big way. You have, you have literally created the most powerful social networking tool and communication tool. Something that literally controls elections, can literally inspire a, hol- a holocaust, and no one even has to leave their bedroom to do it. Right? So, from a communications and media standpoint, Mark Zuckerberg might be the most powerful man to have ever lived. And he's certainly one of the wealthiest. So, if you guys are telling me I'm wrong, why should I believe you when you don't have a... You haven't built Facebook? I built Facebook. Mm. What? Huh? How are you telling me you know more than me when all I've been doing for the past 35 years is winning? Making billions. Changing the world. Moving <laughs> fast and breaking things. Exactly. <sighs> well, anyway. 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 Mm. Um, uh, you know, I feel like we've spoken about Dave Chappelle almost every episode since we first started speaking about him. No, no, I, I, no, I wanted to share, I wanted to, I actually shared the, that link in the group because I wanted to talk about Jay Z being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, uh, that was, that was a big milestone for hip hop. Um, I also really loved that he gave a shout out to Dame Dash. I really wish Dame Dash and Jay Z would solve their issues, man. It's heartbreaking to see them fight. It's, it's, it's like a kid watching their parents fight. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it. Stop fighting, mom and dad. I love you. So, so just to be clear, Phil, but, like former friends should reconcile their differences after. No, no, no. <laughs> no, yeah. Former, former friends. Keyword, they being <laughs> former friends. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> our, our listeners will be like, what are these people talking about? Listen. <laughs> There's other issues at play. <laughs> yes. Anyway, yeah. So go on, Jay Z. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was just dope night for hip hop, man. I enjoyed it. We're not gonna go through the whole speech, but I, I really enjoyed it. it was just, I just I just thought it was something to acknowledge. Um, obviously, you know, I don't want us to become like a, a pure hip hop podcast because, frankly, there's a lot of hip hop podcasts out there that do it a lot better than we could. But as a, as a, as a hip hop fan and as a Jay Z fan, I just found that very inspiring. I was even considering like maybe we should do like a Jay Z place. I'm like, yeah. We're now in Amapiano podcast, Philip. We are the first official Amapiano podcast. It's Amabrook Twimbos. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so one of the things that Dave Chappelle said is, um, something along the lines of, I mean, you're honoring him or you're celebrating him, but he belongs to us. And that made me like, I kind of paused at that because I, I couldn't put words to what I was thinking, but somehow I did, I don't know. I hate that the rock and roll hall of fame is this ultimate acknowledgement for a hip hop artist who in the minds of hip hop fans, a totally different demographic has far surpassed any rock and roll artist. But. So people still care about Oscars. People I know. still care about the Grammys. I know. I know. Black Black music has been the most dominant force in in world music for the last hundred years, but they still strive for an award voted for by a bunch of patriotic and misogynist, patri, patriarchal, sorry, and misogynistic white men. So it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. I I I think that's what kind of upsets me the the realization that it is what it is, huh? But also, like, should it be what it is? But, you know, still, shout out to Jay-Z. It's just, I'm just thinking of the behind the scenes thought of that. Mm. But that's pretty dope. Are we bringing back Cardiola? 
Big bad girl named Cardiola. Um, I mean, we can, but... Okay. Normally in this part of the show, we would bring in Corona Watch, our weekly segment where we keep a close eye on what's going on with coronavirus. But I've been, I've been trying to pause it to feel that I think this is something that we need to drop for now. Because I think let, let's take it to the fans. There's no do, do, do the listeners. Yeah, okay. Do the listeners enjoy this segment? You know, let, let us know in the comments. Do you want us to keep the the Corona watch, or do you want us to let it go? Do you want us to move on? Because it clearly seems we are now a, a post COVID society. The way people are moving. It's it's because what I want. Maybe if we have major COVID news, you know, say the next big piece of news is COVID eradicated forever, or variant seventeen is back, or you know. Because otherwise, it's just going to be like, oh, you know, there were 46 cases yesterday. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do think it's coming back then. Trust and believe within a month is ace. Because the way people are moving. And where, where was it? Oh, there was an event we were at. I, I don't know if you heard the conversation. Um, but there was a bunch of people that were supposed to come somewhere. And then a few didn't show. And we were like, yo, what's up? How come X didn't show? And they're like, oh, they got COVID. Who? <laughs> <laughs> you need to, you so, need to, use, yeah, you need to stop using X as your placeholder because mm. we, you know we are regularly dealing with someone who that would actually be referring to. You're regularly what? I'm saying we are regularly dealing with someone who that would actually be referring to. Like, oh, X dropped his new album. You see, so we have to use a different, uh, <laughs> we have to use a different placeholder, <laughs> placeholder name. Maybe let's say X Y Z. You know. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's get into our discussions for this week. And ooh, have we got a lot to speak about. Now, last week, we were having some conjecture about, uh, you know, probably the first major concert featuring an international artist. Yeah, the, the first major league mm-hmm. concert. Since since lockdown mm-hmm. happened. And many people were excited. We discussed the prices. It turns out that I was a little bit uh, misinformed. Um, there were different, oh, there were different tiers of tickets. Uh, yes, there was one that was a hundred dollars, but there were others. Yes, there were five thousand dollar tickets, but you know, that's not for everyone, only for a few people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, last weekend, uh, Major League, the twins. Oh God, it's Major League. Rocked up and, uh. Oh God, it was a Major League. <laughs> and, uh. <laughs> oh God, where's Major League? They had a private party and then they left the city. So. <laughs> Here's the thing. If you if you look close <laughs> on the on the flyer, it says Boss Fieldchard mm-hmm. is one of the organizers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. You know people people like to believe that. I hate it's you. there on the it's there on the <laughs> Okay, actually if you really <laughs> zoom in it says Boss Pritchard. <laughs> um Okay, okay. I, I want to give a quick overview and then Phil was actually there can give us the real details. So here's the overview. Okay. Mm. There was a lot of hype around a concert by the major league DJs, not singers or performers, but DJs who were going to come. Uh, a lot of people were super excited because I'm a piano is the vibe right now. And major league DJs, you know, are a big name in that field. Um, major league DJs have been really raising their profile globally and we've been noticing. And it was exciting to know that they were going to be here. Lots of people bought tickets. I did not myself. Um, you know, I, I did have like a, a quick like, hmm. I wonder if it's going to be fun. But, you know, I didn't leave my house. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was looking forward to seeing the, the, the pictures and the videos the next day from the concert. Um, I think Field is a great place for you to take over and tell us what happened. What was the situation on the ground? 
please lay the scene for us. I mean, uh, Thank you, Dan, from the studio. Uh, I'm here currently at Pam State. Traffic is at a standstill, and we can't seem to get anywhere. But I think the the two words to describe this situation is disorder. Because my gosh, have I? Um, you know what? I've got to stand by my word, Dan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, many a, many a time I've called you out for for footing because you know the people. Blah, blah, blah. I, obviously, I know Remo. Okay. Um, and this comes from a place of love. But I've got to be consistent and I've got to be a man of my word. This is, without question, one of the worst organized events I've ever been to in my life. And I've been to some terribly organized events. This takes the cake. I mean, Phil, you, you've been to two Broke Twimbo's events. <laughs> at least at those events things may have happened late but what we promised would happen happened you know what i mean and only one person it might not have happened only on one time. person didn't get their drink otherwise everyone else was covered <laughs> there was ice as well available in the drinks <laughs> okay so yes there was yes there was ice. as as someone was observing it was the next day, Philip. Mm-hmm. When I opened my Twitter, I was like, oh, you know, oh, you. I'd be keen to see what happened with Major League. Oh, God, it's Major League. <laughs> and I started to see the consternation in the tweets. Then I went over to Instagram to see maybe there's some videos of the event, you know. People who had fun. Why is no one posting any videos of Major League? What's going on? You know, stories started. They, they came in in a spotty manner. Um, and then I noticed that a, a space was started up on Twitter. <laughs> Yo, I, I gotta speak on the that. The space had 700 plus people no. in it, Phil. No. <laughs> okay, we'll get to the no, space. No, There's, that's a whole bar. other conversation. No. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, if I have this discussion, why does that person who starts it, why, why are they so messy? Like, why do they always want to discuss things that they, they're, they're never there for? Like, yeah, halfway across was, the world. Was, was, it, was it there? Space. Ah, no. Miss. Why? I thought it was someone who was frustrated and decided to vent. No, they were like, ah, I see tea brewing. Let, let me stir the pot. Wow. I mean, to be fair, I would do the same if I was looking for like followers ah. and stuff. Okay. So from what I could decipher, judging from the timeline, it looked like, first of all, major league DJs did not perform at all. It looked like the police came and shut it down. Later on, I saw major mm-hmm. league DJs tweeted that apparently. Also, people were very upset because they felt the VIP was not VIP. And apparently there was a problem with the bar. And mm-hmm. ice and change mm-hmm. and King mm-hmm. ninety eight. <laughs> <laughs> but what I Dan, what I will that's say, a friend of the show. No, no. What I will that's say, yeah, he's a friend of the show. <laughs> what I will say is, some people said, "Do you know that the only thing?" Ah, we're so phony, bro. We're so phony. No, no, no. We, like we can be bored. No, the like, only really thing that made sense of that, or oh, the only thing that was as promised that night was King ninety eight. He performed. So we actually have to give him props for being there, performing. Uh, no, Ray Diz was there. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I heard. Ray Diz, here's the thing. Shout out to Ray because he obviously also also did his bit. But the thing is, you know, in, in people's minds, they don't expect a DJ. Like a DJ will perform and you won't – like you'll enjoy it and you'll vibe and whatever. But you don't think that, you know, that person also had to prepare, set up, and also and also do their thing and it went well. In your mind, it's like, oh, it's as it's supposed to be. Nice. So shout out to the DJs who also came through. Shout out to Ray Diz. Um, 
mm. King ninety eight did that his new thing. New vibe, Reverb Seven. Yeah, he did. He did. He he did do a thing. Yes, he did. So he then, did the what happened, Philip? What? Please tell me. What? Then uh, it like basically what happened, Dan, is King ninety eight shut it down so bad, like he killed the street so bad. The police were like, Nah, it's over. It's a wrap. We can't keep doing this, man. Streets is so done. In the original program, <laughs> what time were Major League DJs supposed to perform? 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Yep. Okay. 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 Club night, 7 p.m. Uh, Hold on. In fact, wait. No. Let, let, me, let me not lie. Let me, let, me pull up, let me pull up the program that, that we were sent by the organizers. Give me a second. I'm pulling it up now. Yeah. According to the program that we were sent, uh, Major League DJs also go from 8 till 9. Sorry. 8 till 9. Okay. So it was... It was going to be King98 at 5, Ray Diz at 5.30, Siskiels at 6, Takura at 6.30, Remo at, at 7, Natio at 7.30, and then Major League at 8. Okay. Okay. And then, assuming Major League will perform for an hour or so, and then warm downs, people leave, and then, chi And then Judgment Yard, we're going to shut it down. Yeah. From 9 to 10? Even yeah, though Even much. though 10 That's is right. Kefiacho. But anyway. Um, okay. Yeah. Do you know that sounds like, in theory, it should work? So what went wrong, Philip? Where did we diverge from the path? You already pointed one, one of the, the program makes no sense because, as you just mentioned, curfew is 10. Venues are supposed to close by 7 for supermarkets and 8 for bars, if I remember correctly from the, uh, the mandates. So they, there's no way they do not know this. Palm Estate, though a beautiful venue, is not ideal for big events because Palm Estate only has one gate and one driveway, which is a single lane driveway. So you can't have people, uh, you can't have cars driving in and out at the same time. Either one has to happen. And it's a long driveway, which causes a lot of confusion. Um, so without divulging too much, the moment I got, we got to the gate, we knew, oh, it was, it was going to be that type of event because we, we got there on time. Uh, the venue was still filling up. They were like, no, come back in an hour or two when the venue is full. So we could understand part of the reasoning, but there were still questions because unlike any other time you have an event pre-COVID times, promoters do tend to do that. Hey, the venue is still filling up. We know we booked you for this time. Do you mind playing a little later so that you can pay to bring a crowd? You know what I mean? We don't want to waste your, your talents or whatever, which I understand and is fair. However, that dynamic changes a little when you're in a pandemic and there's a curfew. Because you're running up against a finite end time. It's not like an event where you can go till four in the morning, which we've seen happen before. You've got to end it. So people get home by 10 p.m. And there was no consideration for that. There were other issues that I won't get into on the podcast. But what I will say is we got to the stage. There was only one set of controllers that all the DJs could use and a set of CDJs that, that belong to a DJ I won't mention, and he refused for anyone to touch them. So essentially, you have this massive event, you get onto the stage, and you have only one deck. Dan, you and I have not only organized, but emceed or, or even hosted uh, big events. The standard, when you have an event of this size, is you have two desks, mm-hmm. and that allows you to hot swap. Allows you to do the changeover. As you can see this allows people when people are doing sound check, you can make the music play at least. Or okay, exactly. And as you, as I was rattling off these names in the program, notice there were no gaps in between performances. It was like seven to seven thirty, seven thirty to eight. Mm-hmm. 
which means you're expecting a, a, a instant changeover. For you to have an instant changeover, you do need two decks at the venue. It's just a fact. There were no decks. There was no stage manager. You know, we literally got there and we could not find who to speak to at the stage. That was a problem. You, you know, Zimbabwean revelers are, they're, they're an understanding bunch. I've been to events where sound checks were done live on stage during the event. And people were like, you know, mm. cool. We're waiting for our artists. Let them do the sound check. The sound engineer is doing their thing, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, uh, okay. No, but, but, but that, that, that's, that's actually, that's, that's actually more common than you think. So like I've been to, um, in fact, we, um, remember when we had Dylan on the mm. show a few, a few weeks back and even spoke about it. He spoke about like the Kendrick Lamar concert, for example. Even at that concert, even though they did sound check, when Kendrick was ready, ready to come on, they did a second sound check. And I've been to many events where that happens, where they'll, they'll do the sound check and then they'll double check the sound check because it's that important to them to make sure that the vocals are right. Which I'm sure, as you said, I don't mind if it's a, like a five, maybe even a 10 minute sound check. If I know I'm getting a great 90 minute set and I'm getting my money's worth off. I'll, I'll, I'll use that 10 minutes to go to the bathroom. You know, it, it even you know helps I mean? to build hype because, you know, maybe the DJ is playing, the DJ is playing. And then now you're getting ready because your artist is about to come on. They're doing sound check. They're checking the drums or they're checking the whatever. It actually builds hype. You know what I mean? Exactly. 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 So, okay. So, okay. Without necessarily, okay. You know what? Wait, let me, let me okay, finish. Let me, let me, let me finish breaking that. So once again, Dan and I both know a lot of the people organizing the event, a lot of people that were involved in this event. So I can only call it how I see it. All I can say is they were running long behind schedule. The major issue was for some reason, Palm Estate has a lot of parking. Palm Estate has this massive space inside where it could easily accommodate hundreds of cars, right? Mm-hmm. For reasons that only the organizers can understand, they were like, no, only VVIP cars uh, and uh, performer cars are getting inside. Everyone else has to park on Stone Chart Lane. If you know where Stone Chart Lane is, there's a lot of wealthy people. Wealthy people who tend to be white. And well, and, and wealthy white people, they won't hesitate to call the police. <laughs> and I saw the amount of upset Karens I saw that day was hilarious, Dan. There's people trying to drive home. They see a couple of cars and they are fuming. They're making U-turns. They're honking the horn for 10 minutes. I kid you not, as we're leaving, there's a woman who was behind us. We're stuck in traffic trying to leave. She is honking every second. It's unacceptable. As if we are somehow... Unacceptable! As if we are somehow deliberately driving slow. You know what I mean? So, that were, you're already guaranteed you're annoying the neighbors. Which to me was a bad idea because what you should have done is try and make it as seamless as possible for all these chefs that stay along that road. Mm. So that was mistake number one. The issues at the bar, the sadly the stories are true. The, when we when I went there, there was no change. They weren't accepting eco cash. They didn't have a swipe machine, so they're only taking cash, US dollar. But they had no change. Mm. They also had no ice. They had no water. Ah, mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. <sighs> There were so many things going wrong with this event. So eventually it got to a point where we were waiting for the next act to pitch up or the next act to go on stage. We couldn't find the stage manager. We just got to the point like, you know what? Let's just do our set and go. And that's what happened. Shout out to Ray. Ray shut it down. And then I also did see people. Um, I caught part of that space and they were complaining that the DJs kept playing the same song. How are you playing the same song? Blah, blah, blah. Um, I think it's also important to educate the, just the general consumer. Guys, when you go to any event, if it's a well-organized one, the promoter will send a DJ a no-song list. 
very and, and there's usually like a ranking order. So the opening act has the most amount of no no songs on his list, and then as you get cl- closer and closer to the headline acts, the headline acts obviously will not have no list, but the headline acts will also send a list and say, "Hey, we plan to play these songs. Please make sure that these songs are not played." And I know for this event, Major League DJs part of the contract said that no, I'm a piano will be played until we play, which. When you understand the business, is a fair request because they are on piano DJs. That then dictates the type of songs and the sound a DJ that's opening up can play. Now, if you've got a DJ that's booked to do a 30-minute set and they plan it out and they've, they've shared, okay, I'm planning to go in this direction. And then the other DJ, okay, cool. If you're going this direction, I'm going in this direction. And I mean, it allows every DJ on that bill to build off each other. You can complement each other almost, right? In an ideal circumstance. However, if your 30-minute set now becomes a 90-minute set, that means you're scrambling on stage. Have you guys ever been in, on a road trip, just a road trip, and you get the orcs, and you know, you've lined up a playlist, and it's fire, but it's a 30-song it's a playlist, and then somehow the playlist ends, but you still got to find songs, and now you're, you're panicking, like, oh, where do I go, where do I go, where do I go, and you pick a song, and everybody goes like, oh. And I go, oh, go, damn it. Okay, let me go here. Let me go. Let me try this. Let me try this. Now, take that experience and multiply it by a thousand. That's what DJs go through at these events, right? So, when a DJ set runs longer than it's expected, the chances are they're going to have to veer outside what they'd planned to do just to keep the crowd going. So, the reason why you guys kept saying the DJs were playing, some of the DJs kept playing the same songs, is because of that. And also, when a DJ is preparing for a set, they're not listening to the other DJ. They're assessing the crowd, and they're planning their set. You don't have time to then be memorizing the, the, the set from the previous DJ. Because you this is already agreed beforehand in a low-pressure environment. I don't think people fully understand how much pressure it is to perform live on stage. In any capacity. Even as an MC. You know what I mean, Dan? And I... And I and I think it's, it's just important to impart that because people people don't people don't uh, appreciate that, and it's unfortunate. So let's just say it's fair to say, judging from what you've told me, that the event itself was not organized well. But not in the slightest. We've been to badly organized events and still had fun, and that's normally because, despite everything else, despite everything happening, and despite the annoyances. Maybe the artist puts on a killer show and you kind of forget everything else that happened. Why Why did major league DJs not perform? I heard that the police shut it down. Others say that they came late. Others say they were on time, but the police refused to let them perform. I don't know what happened. What, what actually happened on the ground? So what I do know is, and I said this before, knowing what I know about events and knowing what we know about the curfew, we could we could see where this was going. So immediately after Ray said we left. And that was like 8.30, right? Um, we ended up then going back to Pablo's. At around, just before 9 at Pablo's, we saw the motorcade for the Major League DJs heading to Stone Chart Lane. So at best, they probably arrived there, maybe 10 past 9, whatever that may be. However, as we were leaving, two cars of police had already pulled into the venue. So we already knew what was about to happen. So uh, there's two things I want to address. First of all, I want to okay three things. First of all, I want to address what Major League DJ said 
and then what people said about that. Secondly, I want to address this space. And thirdly, Remo has put out a statement. So let's start off with uh, what Major League DJ said. Um, they said, on the night... <laughs> You got to do the voices, though. You got to do the voices. I don't know the voices. (laughs) Zimbabwe, we are put in the dark, just like you are. Oh, my God. This was, was, by the way, this was tweeted at 10.30 p.m. on the night in question. Zimbabwe, we are put in the dark, just like you are. We are trying to find out why they have shut down the whole show and what's the plan moving forward. We'll update you as we find out more. This is 30 minutes after curfew. So I don't know what the plan was, but okay. (laughs) But they explained in a later tweet. They were like, wait, we were told curfew was 4 a.m. Then, follow follow-up tweet. We want to sincerely thank each and every person that came out to our show at Palmer State in Harare last night. We unfortunately couldn't get on stage to perform due to the police not allowing us to. This message is to assure fans that we will be back in December for a free show to make up for what happened. The date we're looking at is the 22nd of December. We are in talks with the promoter and local officials to make sure it happens. Full details on venue and date to be confirmed once we have all the required approvals. We are making sure we come back, best believe, and for free. We do not take the love and support you've shown us for granted. Then they said, by the way, there was a follow-up show in, in uh, Bloaio the following night, which apparently went off without a hitch. It was lit. Oh, of course it would. Of course <laughs> it would. Because, because, yeah. No, because that's a plug-and-play event. So, okay, we'll finish and I'll explain, I'll explain why. So in Bloaio they were performing at Smokehouse at 7 p.m. And they actually tweeted at Bloaio Smokehouse, we're on at 7 p.m. <laughs> And then uh, they followed up by saying, "I'm voting, voting EFF." Anyway, um, you know, this kind of interaction and people's frustrations the next day led to a, a huge debate about who's at fault. Is it the promoter's fault? Is it Major League DJ's fault? Because many people said, "We know how these artists are. They have big egos. They want to arrive late to events." <laughs> And then there were others saying, no, it's the promoter's fault because the promoter was supposed to make sure they pick them up and bring them on at the say, at the correct time and what, what, what. And, you know, others are saying, no, it's both their fault because here, or others are saying it's the manager's fault because the manager was supposed to be able to confirm all these things. And all of a sudden people were like, you know, I've been part of events before. I know how these things work. The manager is supposed to confirm what, 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 what. You know what? You brought up something that really frustrates me. And it, it's a real problem with social media. The people that know nothing. The people that actually know nothing, that they have the least information, always, they somehow become experts immediately. It's weird. It's like a weird superpower that, that Twitter gives you or social media gives you. Where like, even though you know nothing about it, you'll think you know everything. And they speak with, with, with the, the confidence of someone who knows everything. Mm. People who have organized multitudes of events. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who have had to deal with Zimbra and police and the censorship board and Nama. <laughs> Uh, so so yeah. this is why I tweeted. I, I was actually in this space when I was listening to people and I was like, wow. You know how immunologists and the scientists surrounding uh, that kind of thing, they probably felt a way when they hear all of us talking about our vaccine theories. Yep, I get it. Because mm. here I'm, I'm not saying I'm not a, I'm not a master <laughs> organizer of events, but I have played a part in organizing events before from festivals to concerts. And I was listening to people and I was – Almost every single person who spoke, I understand your frustration. If you're speaking from a place of I'm I'm frustrated, I paid my money, I went and this is what I got and I'm upset. And I'm upset at whether it's organized or the artists. I don't know who to be upset at. Even if you were to say I'm upset at the artists because I wanted to see Major League and I didn't see them, I would have no qualms with that. 
what I was upset about, what really bothered me was, I know how these things work. What should have happened is Ningi should have picked up Ningi and then should have done it. I'm like, dude, you have no idea what you're talking about. None whatsoever. Anyway. And which is why I was, I was very careful to pick my words. And we already explained. The, if we, And we don't have to speculate. We know what happened. It was, it was not a well-run event. Um, they clearly didn't uh, cross their T's and dot their I's. I'm sure they've learned their lessons. Um, I, I am one of the rare people that actually believe that 22 December show is actually going to happen. Um, and hopefully then they'll fix the issues. And you can put it on record. If it doesn't happen, I'll do 10 press-ups on, on A or something. Else. The, fi- the final thing I wanted to mention was, oh, shout out to Blow Eye for having a dope kick. But the final thing was Remo's, uh, statement. Remo, Remo Jackson. He was the main organizer behind this event. I'm sure he had people that he was working with. So he finally put out a statement. Remo Jackson, a.k.a. Jaru. The organization, oh, sorry, the organizers of the Major League show sincerely apologized for the failure of the DJs to perform as advertised. The DJs had been billed to start performing at 9 p.m. An oversight was made on our part regarding the actual time which the performance could take place under current curfew protocols. Our understanding was that we could hold the show until 10 p.m. Unfortunately, we were wrong and the police were sent in to stop the show at 9 p.m., one hour before curfew. Major League DJs were already at the venue at the time of the stoppage. Contrary to various claims circulating on social media, there was no deliberate plot to defraud patrons. And as the DJs themselves can confirm, they were indeed paid for all the three performances they were supposed to do. They did the private party on Friday in Harare and the Blaio show successfully. The incident at Palmer State was unfortunate. The promoters are currently in talks with the DJs management for another show between now and December. All those who paid for the Palmer State show will get free access to the said show which will be announced soon once negotiations are complete. We value your support and will never take you for granted. Then he tags a lot of people who I am sure helped him organize the event. Uh, whereas I understand PR, uh, I must say there's a couple of things in there that I raise my eyebrow at, but fine, fair enough. What things then? Tell us, what, what, what made you raise your eyebrow? Okay, so while I do believe without knowing all the background information, I do believe a portion of blame kind of goes to everyone. Um, The majority of it to the organizers of the event. I think for anyone organizing an event, an oversight on time curfew starts is wild. Time events can stop. I... mm, Again, like you said, we know the people, so I I don't want to impugn motives and so on. But... I suspect to a certain extent there was a certain confidence that things could continue even past con- curfew. The reason we believe that, Phil, is you and I both know that on a Saturday, on a Friday night and a Saturday night, not very many people are observing curfew in Harare, Zimbabwe. There are many places that are still running and that are still open, um, to my surprise. And the few times that I've been on the roads as essential staff, after curfew on a Friday or Saturday, it hasn't looked like it was curfew. The roads were full. So I thought, I think that there was an assumption that ah, it doesn't matter that much. And for that reason, we ended up with a situation where that was the one time that it mattered much. But you can't take that risk when we're talking about this kind of thing. So anyway, we're not going to sit here and blame people. A portion of blame goes to everyone. I will assign a small portion of blame to the artist and their management because if I was managing an artist, I would ask the question, what time is curfew where we're going? Because we know there's curfews around the world. 
and I would I would con- I would consider that. But we don't know. Maybe there were there were certain assurances so that were made to them I think, behind the scenes. I think you so. might have missed it. I think you might have missed it, Dan. They they put it out, out a tweet. I think they deleted it where they said, "Yo, we were told curfew here was four a.m." Now I can't. I refuse to buy that because if I were to do a simple Google right now, what time is curfew in Zimbabwe? The answer is there. Okay, no, but okay. Let me let me let me okay. Let me let me let me put you in their shoes, right? Even though I'm I'm the most I'm the largest proponent of artists are not children, but let me put it you this way, okay? I book you to come and perform at my event, yep. right? You then feel you're doing your due diligence. I've paid you in full. I've paid you handsomely. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, money up front, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I I land. I'm picked up in a convoy of uh luxury vehicles worth in millions. I'm like, okay. I get put up in a nice swanky spot the night before. Oh, no, let's not even get there. Let's not even get there. Before we perform, right? I just just to do my homework, yo. Just to make sure, are we COVID compliant? Like, you know, are, are we, are, are we thing with the, with the lay, the lay of the land? And you tell me yes. So my previous experiences with you have been, I called my price. You paid it in full. Mm-hmm. I landed. You gave me a president's welcome. Why wouldn't I believe what you just told me about COVID? Okay. Okay. So I'm like, okay. I assume that you're correct. I then go to a private function. We don't know what time that private function ended, but let's assume. That private function ended at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. So you told me 4 a.m. We were out till 4 a.m. No hiccups, no police, no nothing. Eh, I guess it's 4 a.m. Mm. So the next day, I go to bed. I wake up when I wake up. I prepare for my show. I ask them, yo, what's our call time? We get told your call time is not, is 8 p.m. for 9 p.m. performance. I'm like, cool. As far as I know, curfew is 4 a.m. So I get in my car that you sent for me. And we drive to the venue, and when we get to the venue, it's nothing but police and pandemonium, and we can't perform. Am I wrong? You're not wrong per se, but there's a portion of blame that goes to you because I can guarantee you the next day in Bulawayo, they made sure that they performed before 10 p.m. No, but once again, I just don't, like... Yes, so, they were so, told so something. you're not wrong in the sense that... Okay, let me put it this way. I would... I, I Okay, I think it's unfair to blame the person who believed someone when they were told something. Fine. But at the same time, you do have some level of responsibility to also make some confirmations yourself. So let me, let me, let me walk back on that. I, I don't put any blame on major league DJs. That's not a confirmation. Um, so, okay, fine. Major league DJs, I don't blame them, but I think, it is a good idea to do your own due diligence. And I can guarantee you now going forward, their management and themselves are going to ask that question twice. So once again, so this is another thing because, and I think this story is somewhat blown up because of the magnitude of the event, but you know, like artists miss shows every, yeah, like all the true. time. So if I'm an artist, if I'm a manager, for example, I'll even, I'll even bank, like, in my mind, I'll have, like, this is an acceptable number of shows to miss a year. Because I, I know it's gonna happen. It's just no matter when, right? And I get called out. Keep in mind, there are, there's no DJ brand at this point in time bigger than Major League DJs. I believe right now they're bigger than Cuppy. They're bigger than Spinall. They're bigger than Neptune. They're the, 
They almost did, okay, maybe black coffee. So I'll, I'll walk that back. Maybe second to black coffee. But on the continent, they're, they're piping hot right now. Right? Mm-hmm. And they've been touring the world. Two weeks ago, they were Diplo. They've got their residency in Accra coming up. They've been in Dubai. They've performed almost pretty much around the world, right? Yeah. But if, and they did all that to come to Zim. That is not a small bag. Yeah. So then if, if people are willing to do all this, why wouldn't I believe them? No, no. Okay. So, oh, sorry. I even lost my My original train of thought was, yeah, fam, if I go pay for three shows and I did two out of the three and I got paid a handsome bag at the middle of all this when I'm making all this money. Acceptable loss. Yeah. <laughs> acceptable loss. Because at the end of the day, I'm not getting blamed anymore because I made, I made up for it on Sunday. And it's not like we're being, it's not, like, and that's, that's one, one, one thing to their benefit. There were no reports of, them getting high in the hotel room or oversleeping or nowhere to be found. Everyone, everyone so, agrees that they like, went ugh. to the venue and were ready to perform. Yeah. You know what I mean? So in my mind, I'm like, ah, fam, we got a night off and we got paid for it. Nice. Plus we are trending on Twitter, which means our engagement is growing. Our following is growing. More people know about us because trust and believe there were people on Sunday who woke up who had no idea who major league DJs were. And they saw the timeline talking about major league DJs. And they, uh, and a few of them probably were like, you know what, let's Google major league DJs. I'm telling you right now. In fact, let me even check. Hold on. <laughs> Keep talking. I got an idea. I actually want to check what the, the YouTube charts are saying about major league DJs. No, no. What, what I was, I, I mean, we've pretty much come to the end of the discussion and we, I don't want to spend us talking about this all night. Um, I think we have a general idea of what happened, uh, where the fault lies. And you know what? Remo, if you're listening to this or Remo's associates, Viewed as a learning curve, I mean, it is what it is. You know, you, you no one ever starts off um, assuming this is his first solo gig. He's only been associated with other people doing it. No one ever starts off good at it. Um, but definitely, uh, there's there's a lot that could have been done differently, I think. It's, it's safe to say that. Mm. Okay. Mm. I stand corrected. Mm. So I'm on the, I'm on the, the YouTube charts. Oh, but by the way, this is music. So these are the music charts. No major league DJs. The biggest song on YouTube right now is Holy Ten, followed by Joe Boy. Mm. And then Adele. Interesting. Well, I mean, mm. Zim is weird about charts, I need, but. I, <laughs> okay. I sh- I, I'll, I'll YouTube um, the, vi- the vi- videos later. But anyway, my, my, my point still stands. Like, it was it was a bad a badly organized event. I don't think it's really going to damage in the long term. It's going to damage major league DJs because it wasn't their fault. Um, and if what are you talking about? Can you imagine what, the what are you talking about, move? Phil? When Wizkid missed his show in Zimbabwe, that completely ruined his career, and he was finished, washed as an artist. As you know, yeah, missing missing <laughs> missing shows in Arari just seems to be a, a good move <laughs> career wise. <laughs> Are you saying in Major League DJs are about to do an Ama Piano song with Justin Bieber on the vocals? Ah, <laughs> uh, they they they're they're about to they're about to shut it down. They're about to kill the streets. <laughs> it's now rite of passage. It's like you know, like we like Keith entered the Illuminati, the final stage. <laughs> Miss a show in Zimbabwe. <laughs> so let's move on. The other huge story in Zimbabwe regarding music and pop culture is um one of our favorite artists, one of Zimbabwe's uh, biggest names in music, XQ, officially dropped his album. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I suppose we'll play one of his songs during uh, during uh, the music segment, or at least a couple of his songs or one. Mm-hmm. But uh, for now, I want to talk about the actual album rollout. As of now, is it available on streaming services yet? Uh, I don't think so. No, no so it's on it's on Audio Mac. You can get it on Audio Mac and you can get it on YouTube. Yeah, so I had to listen to it on YouTube. So what a fumble! Which which is a great experience, if you ask me. That is a that is that is such a fumble, and I was very excited, man. I keep telling y'all, I'm such a fan of XQ. I love his music. I, I hate that he doesn't come on our podcast, but I love his music. Nah, do I? I'm gonna get him now. I've got him by I've got him by the proverbial nuts. He's gonna be on the show. <laughs> so okay, I know you have inside information. I also have a little bit of inside information because I heard from DJ Tamuka. <laughs> Tamuka needs to keep him out. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Anza, yo, Anza, Kushanda. Then that's so. Yo, we've become so phony. Like we can't even speak. Everything, about everything is just like, yeah, no, I can't talk about it. Oh, yeah, no, I can't talk about it. <laughs> it's so incestuous. <laughs> that's bad. Okay, guys, you know we're gonna work on trying to be a little bit more open and honest with you guys. No, uh, yeah, I, yo, I, I, I just don't want to get to a, a stage where whenever we meet people in the industry, like, oh, shut up. You know, don't talk to them because they'll reveal private guns. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Private guns, we keep private. What's public? We, we talk public. Publicly, XQ dropped the ball. You, 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 you had set this date. It should have been available everywhere. There's demand for this music. You should be feeding the streets. The fact that you are leaving money on the table on Apple Music and Spotify is, is not a good thing. But anyway, uh, so far for the people who've and uh, and I've said and I've said that much to his face, so he knows that. Yeah, the, the, the people the people that have actually uh, listened to his, the, the people that have gone to YouTube and then searched for each video and then watched the the, vis- <laughs> the visual the video visual audio, the visual. Yeah, it seems a lot of people are receiving. And then referred back to the tracklist, referred back to the tracklist to make sure you're listening to them in the right order. I'm about halfway through. Um, I repeated a couple of songs and. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Some songs felt like, like they were fine. They were okay. So like, um, the intro, I thought, I felt the intro was a little long. Um, I can't remember that. I think there was one other song that I heard that I was like, like, it's okay. It's fine. But then I, I really enjoyed most of the songs that I've listened to so far. Shout out to XQ. I'm going to look forward to bumping your album for a while and sharing it with as many people as I can. Mm. And uh, later on in the show when we're doing some music. We'll check out some uh, some stuff, um, but some notable songs to look out for. Um, the single that's just dropped, the lead single. Uh, I try, I try, I try. Uh, uh, Excuse, really good at that. Like, huh, uh, like yeah, he's a good huh. Hey, he's, yeah, he's a like, good huh. No huh is better than Excuse. Yeah, man, he's a really good huh. Oh, so shout out to it's featuring Amara Brown. It's got a dope video as well. So check it out. All right. Okay. So, uh, some quick stories to go through. Ga, ga, ga. Um, did you hear the story about footballer Tendai Ndoro? No, Dan. Tell me more. So, apparently, it was broken in the B Metro earlier this week, and a bunch of uh, South African media houses have taken, have followed up on it. But, uh, yeah, former chicken in striker Tendai Ndoro, who I think then later on played for Orlando Pirates. I don't know where he is now. Anyway, he was dating, um, a South African. And married her, actually. Her name is Tando Maseko. And apparently, he signed over everything to her name. And now she's like, okay, deuces, bye. And has taken everything. And he's left with zero. So it says, it appears Ndoro's property in South Africa is not registered in his name. 
So when things were not going well with his wife, he was kicked out of their Kailami estate home. Oh, that's where I was staying when I was in Joburg last. The biggest mistake he made was not registering the house and cars in his name, and that will be his downfall. Those are the allegations in B-Metro. Well, if, if, if it is true, because if, you know, we've got to be responsible for the platform, if it is indeed true, I'll, I'm reminded of that old proverb, a fool and his money are soon <laughs> parted. There we go. All right, let's move on to the next story. You, so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be a different kind of stupid. <laughs> I don't care how in love you are. I don't, you gotta be a different kind of stupid to buy a house and put it in your wife's name. <laughs> how, how fire was that box? <laughs> Phil, wait, you know, you'll be in love. You'll be planning your life together and you're just like, Hey, baby, you know what? To show there, you how there, much I love you no, and trust you. Ain't no, ain't no box that fire, bro. <laughs> Then I've been in love. I have, I've experienced love and I have experienced the most abusive, traumatic, tragic kind of, uh, the type of love that almost ended our friendship that ruined my life. And even at that, at those dark despairs, even in that sunken place, there's no way I was acquiring massive assets and putting it in her name. Never. I mean, but it, we're looking at scale, Phil, because I mean, in your own way, you also, you know, no, there's me. no scale. No, but there's no scale because as you just said, all his valuable assets under, under his name. So, Hanachin. Apparently, he's left destitute <laughs> now. Hey, Saga, what scale are you talking about? I don't know if I, he may die at this. In fact, I'm better off because I've got a place to stay. <laughs> wow, sorry, we're not laughing at you, Tendai. Anyway, uh, no, next story. <laughs> so, this is, um, I, I hate saying these stories, but anyway. Newly crowned Miss Tourism Zimbabwe, her name is Chipo Mandiudza, uh, has allegedly been forced to give up her crown. She had to resign because there were some racy pictures of her that appeared online, allegedly. Um, I, I haven't seen these pictures, obviously, and I will do my best not to come across them. But um, this news article that I'm reading, that's one of from these blog gossip sites, says that they are nude pictures, but um, her people have put out a statement saying no. Uh, it says, we would like to nullify the false nude picture allegations because there are no nude pictures of Miss Chipo Mandiudza. Miss Chipo Mandiudza was cornered and manipulated into writing a resignation letter, a protective stunt to the license. This is allegedly coming through from, um, it just says he said, who's he? Nay. <laughs> oh, Chipo's manager. Okay, cool. Allegedly, the pictures that are being talked about are just racy pictures from an Instagram live that she did, but not nudes. But then others are saying they are nude pictures. So I don't know. So I think it's sad that someone has to step down because someone else leaked pictures. Like, yeah, shouldn't the punishment go no, to... That, that's revenge porn. Yeah, that, that's revenge porn. The punishment should go to the person who leaked the pictures. And while I understand people say, no, if you don't want your pictures to come out, then don't take them. Fine, but you technically didn't do anything wrong. It's the person who leaked them that did something wrong. Why are you the one being punished? That's how I feel, but I also understand that most Zimbabweans don't see it that way, and I think that's sad. Yeah. Moving on to the next story. Ah, uh, Did you see the story, Phil, that went on about doves and an empty coffin? I saw people talking about it, but do continue. Okay. So... Let me try and make sure that I get the, the story correct. I don't want to lie. So there was... Um, 
Okay, there was um, a man who died earlier this year, in March, actually. And Doves was the funeral home that was handling his affairs post the tragic death. So the story came out when a letter from a Harare law firm came out with very weirdly worded um, demands that were set towards Dove. Uh, the, the statement said, your organization presented our clients with a coffin without a corpse for burial. Mm. Um, your organization realized three days after the burial that the body was still in the mortuary and your organization kept quiet about the body it had from March up till August 2021, at which point they secretly buried this corpse that they had. Yeah, that is so foul. That's wild. By the way, this is, I'm not saying that's what actually happened. That's what this, this, uh, letter of demand by the lawyers said to Doves and said, without their knowledge, you actually gave them a pauper's burial. Um, the statement goes on to say, in a more shocking and completely unheard of move, the burial was a mass grave type of burial. We advise that our client's relative was either buried in the same coffin with the pauper or buried in the same grave. This was very disrespectful. Uh, someone actually says one cannot rule out ritualism. Um, Doves said they're conducting a full investigation into the issue. Uh, in fact, they said we tried to meet with these people so that we could come to a, an amicable solution. But they are currently doing a full investigation. And to me, that statement sounds like, whoop. Whoopsies. 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 <laughs> Imagine. We should know. We should know. That is wild. So apparently, Yo, but yeah, I said uh, yeah, it, it is wild. But knowing Zimbabwe, how we know Zimbabwe? Uh, so, so long story short, they the, the they took their 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 deceased to the funeral home. The the, the funeral home doves then delivered back a coffin, sealed, with no body inside. And then these guys just buried it thinking the body was indeed inside. And then it was only months later that these guys then secretly buried the body to hide the mess. I'm just, it's, that's just wild, wild story. I saw everyone talking about it and I didn't know what it was about. And just in case you were seeing the conversation, that's what the story was. Moving on real quick. Hey, uh, in this week, at the end of this week, Gemma will be releasing a documentary. It's called A Girl from Harare. Judging from the few shots that are there in the trailer that she posted on Instagram, it looks like it's going to be quite interesting. Um, looks like it's very well shot. I love the framing and the, you know, the, it just looked nice. Can't wait to see it. So look mm -hmm. out for that. Gemma Griffiths, a girl from Harare documentary dropping, I believe on the 5th of November. Um, if you make music, you may submit your entries to the Zima Awards and you could join the illustrious hall of Zima Award winners. We will welcome you in with open arms. Yes. Have, have we received the award yet? Like after five years? Have we, have we still got that? Have we got that? I mean, the award is not the physical thing you receive, Phil. It's the acknowledgement. That's what we were looking for all mm. along. And dabbing on stage. <laughs> and dabbing <laughs> on stage. On air quotes live TV. Man, they had already shut it off by then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ah, but then you know, sometimes we do celebrate our positive. We've done some amazing things. We you know? we won a, we won a Zima award, and they said our name wrong on stage. But what did they call us? Two broke zimbos. Two broke zimbos. Yeah. 
Why do people keep saying that? I, <laughs> I don't what what does TNW? What, what part of TNW is like Z? I don't understand. Spotify have announced that they reached 381 million listeners. I listened to this because I thought it was interesting. In my head, I thought Spotify might have been reducing or, or they might have been losing market share because of the the growth of Apple Music and of uh, other services in different markets like Boomplay in Africa. Um, but yeah, absolutely, actually, it seems they've been increasing um, subscribers with about half of those subscribers being uh, just under half being paid subscribers. So... Uh, looks like Spotify is making sheets. <laughs> well, they're still they're still operating at a I think it's a ten percent margin loss. So no, apparently no, no, apparently according to this report. Oh no, last quarter last quarter was the first time that they yeah they last quarter turned they, a they, yes, they, they, made, right. they turned a profit. That's very exciting yeah. to me because the owner of Spotify, Daniel Ek, wants to buy Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Make that money, boy. I- I don't see how those are linked. Okay, sure. We're going to yeah, buy Neymar and Mbappe. Ha! <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> the crunk is not going anywhere. <laughs> Daniel Leg is not, Daniel Leg is not, is, is, is not, uh, Middle Eastern money, fam. He, he'll be worse. He'll be, he'll be the most frugal. We've got to optimize for profit. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I saw you have this story about Squid Game Crypto. I just found it hilarious. <laughs> Tell us what happened, Philip. What happened? What happened? So someone someone started a crypto and NFT, um, specifically for for Squid Game. But as we've discussed many a times, um, it's it's a speculative asset, and as speculative assets tend to do when people were done watching the show and they were and Halloween was over, so like they were they were tired of all the Squid Squid Game outfits. It crashed and everyone lost their money. And I was like, it's <laughs> just so funny. Like I had the best short and Freud ever. It's, it's hilarious. To be fearful, it didn't crash just because it's speculative market, but you know, it's it's because people scammed. <laughs> yeah, they remote what? Oh, sorry, uh, scammed. Speaking of scammers, Elon Musk has offered to sell Tesla stock right now if the UN can show how six billion dollars would solve world hunger. <sighs> That's such a douche! What a douche! Yeah, you remember you're asking about Zuckerberg not having any. Social intelligence. Why go to Same, same. Ah, same, same. That's just, come on, man. Like, just think of. Tell, tell me how six billion will solve world hunger. Tell me, tell me right now. Ah, come on, man. But, but, you know, do you know, I, I, I realized something that I'd forgotten. Elon Musk is a white South African. Yes. Yeah. 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 That answers it. It tracks. It tracks. It tracks. Uh, Speaking of of white white South Africans. Yeah, I've, how are you voting for the DI, Dan? Since you're a Cape Town resident? Um, y'all know we're gonna keep our. <gasps> oh my god, hold on. Service delivery. Wait, do you think the results are out? No, I found the, I found the best thing that I've ever seen on Twitter. Let me see if I can, if I can load it up. Did you not see that ad? Uh, hey, hey. Okay, here we go. It's here. <laughs> hold on. Actually, I can load it. I can load it here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. talk about the elections while I load this up, Dan. I have zero interest in them. As you know, Philip, I tried to steer away from political discussions on this podcast. But we were discussing political issues last week when we were talking about Gareth Cliff, Dan. That's, that's well, politics. I was viewing it from the viewpoint of a radio presenter and a sponsor. Um, of course, pol- politics was touched on. But, <laughs> hey, you know, people can vote for whoever they feel they should vote for. Like, you know, do your thing. Like, whatever, you know. So as people were 
you, you know, Dan, as, as with all elections, the best thing about elections is they end the campaign ads. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 it's the campaign ads. You know, who could forget the timeless classics like Zanupia, vote for us or else? <laughs> After, after the fighting for the week, remember, remember that? <laughs> okay, anyway. That was a good ad. That was a good ad. So, there was a, a DA counselor named Argus Angus McKenzie. So, this was his campaign ad. I'm playing it because a lot of it is, 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 is audio. He does a rap. So, oh, th- the video opens with a child, um, sitting in, in a well-lit room watching Ghostbusters in 1994. And the, the caption is, 1994, just before the ANC took over Cape Town. So it looks, it looks like Cape Town is fine. Cause the kid is watching when he wakes up. Kid goes back to sleep. This is, by the way, produced by Nadine Park. <laughs> now this is a story all about how Dr. Angus got bullied upside down. Now I'd like to take a minute, so sit right there. I'll tell you how he became the counselor of a town called Bontas. Now the opposition, they were up to no good They caused load shedding in the neighborhood I got in one little fight when I raised my opinion So they kicked me in my chops and they turned my lights out He got knocked out now, Dan, he got knocked out hard It was a great, it was a great scene Now the caption is years later Present day in a DA-governed city Now Angus is walking through the streets safe There's no more bullies He's also a grown man Again. The same bullies on the street, Dan. Oh no! The bullies are approaching him. It looked like it might be a repeat from 30 years before. Oh, he drops his water in shock, shame. He's scared. He's worried. It's now a face-off. It's like an old western. Up close look. The bullies pump their fists. He's about to punch him. Oh no! Fire is coming out of his hands. He's an airbender. The bullies Don't be run. bullied by independence. Don't allow your taxes to continue to be stolen by the ANC. End load shedding. Only the DA can keep the lights on. The DA gets things done. That's right. The DA does get things done. Vote Angus McKenzie for Ward 50. Wait, Dan, you'll be surprised to know. This was, no, wait, there's more ads. This is a, this was another political ad by Angus McKenzie. As you can hear, starting off with a familiar theme. There's a woman at the tap. She's trying to get water. Oh, there's no water coming out of the tap. She's frustrated. There's a man on the toilet taking a number two. He gets up. He doesn't wipe. He's trying to flush, but there's no water to flush. Oh no! Who you gonna call? Call anger. and yellow For who you gonna vote? Vote anger. Oh no, someone's been shot. It's crime in the streets. Oh no, here he comes! 
Angus with his undersized DA shirt wearing a Canadian tuxedo. I'm afraid to go forward. It looks like he's cleaning up the city. Oh no, he's got an AMC shirt. He's throwing it away. The murderer approaches with a gun. Oh, Angus throws a punch and stomps on him. He's the hero! D- does he then punch a picture of <laughs> Ramaphosa? Yes! <laughs> oh, did you see it? I've been following along as you want. <laughs> uh, okay, again, well, earlier on, shout out. when he said don't be bullied by independence or independence. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't, don't be bullied. Don't let independence have you thinking a different way. Independence or independence? No, you, you, you Negroes should have never left apartheid. Keep in mind, he's a colored fellow. He's a colored fellow. (sighs) Anyway, shout out to South Africa. I hope your things work out for you, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, the results have come in and Zadun PF has won every word. Well done. UMP just came through in the last minute, you know, in each ward. <laughs> in each municipality. Okay. Um, uh, there, there are rumors that Ngosos Animoe was popping up in South Africa. It was like, do you ever want to talk about APA? <laughs> uh, hey, last week, not last, yeah, this, this past weekend, we had an opportunity to watch Venom, the movie, with uh, some friends, Venom. some patrons, and some um, and clients. And influencers. It was lovely. We had some drinks. Shout out to Jameson mm-hmm. by Original. Uh, Irish mm. whiskey. Oh, it was delicious. And we had some cocktails. Yeah. Did you see my yeah, brother lovely. became the, the mixologist? I, I've, 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 I've hired him for this weekend's event. Love he doesn't it. know it yet, but he's, he'll be, he'll be working the bar there too. I'll, and I'll get him, and I'll get him real lemon juice because he was very angry. <laughs> You have to understand. This is artificial lemon juice. It makes a difference to the taste. It's like you're not getting paid for this, right? (laughs) Yo, dear. You know, I always thought I was anal in particular, but Dima, oh, uh, you you realize like how good you are when you see Dima making coffee. Oh my gosh, Dima trying to make coffee. Yo. It's a bloody production. He's pulling out the fresh beans. He sniffs them. He swirls them around like it's a glass of wine. Then he, he crushes them in, in his little grinder. And immediately, before the air touches them, he dumps it into the pot. He's got this weird pot contraption that boils the tea, the, I mean, the coffee with the, it's a weird thing. It looks like, it looks like he, he literally is a mason, uh, an iron mason from, from the 18th century or something, trying to make a, a shield. You, you should see his face when he walks past the kitchen when I'm cooking and I don't measure the salt and spices. <laughs> it's 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 tough. It's 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 oppression in this house. That's what it is. <laughs> so yeah, guys, don't forget. Uh, if if you too want to experience Dima's <laughs> unique unique perspective on life, um, hit us up for tickets to to watch the premiere of Eternals, man. And we're looking forward to we're gonna have a good time. So yes, last weekend we watched Venom. Um, Venom. It was a little warm up. Did you enjoy it? Did so, you like the baby? Yeah, it was okay. Well, eh. I'll give it like a five out of ten. I enjoyed it. I thought it was entertaining. I like it. I yeah, it, it was entertaining, but does it have replay value? I'm not rushing. I don't think I'm rushing back to watch Venom again. 
Like I watched it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. It, it wasn't bad. I think I enjoyed it more than the first one because I think like what they were trying to the the, the tonality of this one sounded felt a bit better than the last one. But I still it's like yeah. I think the only big and it, it's a, it's quite telling. For me, the biggest moment in that movie is the post credit scene. Hmm. Which we, we shall not talk about. You guys just watch Venom. Yeah, or just watch the last part of Venom, right? Venom! Yeah, you can find that on YouTube. Um, yeah, so this, this coming weekend, we are going to be watching Eternals. We're very excited, even though the reviews seem to be saying, oh! But yeah, you know, it's got Angelina but Jolie. Is, but, but the the fact of the matter is it's canon, so we've got to watch it. You have it's to, it's, yeah. it's like certain books in the Bible; they don't really bang, you know what I mean. But you've got to read them because <laughs> it's just it's part of your you Bible reading routine. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. I mean, like, like Habakkuk, Habakkuk just doesn't do it for me. You know what I mean. But you had to read it because it's there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. If that's I don't the think same, anyone's right. It's the same analogy. I don't know if it's making the point huh? you think it's me. <laughs> huh? I mean, like, like few people are running. To Ezekiel, you know what I mean? People are running to no, that Ezekiel's book. Fire. But it's Ezekiel's just... fire. Ezekiel's fire. fire. Yeah, I know. Ezekiel's fire. I mean, it's got Gog of Magog it's not, it's not, and it's got like the chariot. No, but it's, it's, not, it's not Deuteronomy. Right? Like Deuteronomy had the hits. You know what I mean? Like obviously Genesis, classic. You know what I mean? Exodus. Ah, Exodus, I think maybe it's the magnum opus. You know what I mean? Yeah, Exodus, you know classic. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Deuteronomy bangers. No, but no, Ezekiel, Ezekiel, really. Ezekiel doesn't really fire, Brad. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't fire. I think you're sure. confused. I, Ezekiel fires, Phil. Deuteronomy doesn't bang because it's just full of names and records, and this land was given to it, that person. No, but it, it, no, but it, Deuteronomy fires when you when you finish the whole series and then you go back. It's like see, like oh the hidden oh snap yeah, the because Easter that was the dad of that the, dad. Yeah, yeah, you know right. what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like I say, once again, Ezekiel doesn't bang. So, but our point is. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we know it might not be good, we've got to watch it because it's canon. So the reason <laughs> I don't believe the ratings is the only people who've seen it are critics and journalists. Yeah, it's, and the public uh, hasn't seen it yet. We yeah. we, 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 know, we know what they gave Infinity War. We know what they gave Endgame. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think it might still be good. Um, mm. Let's check out some new music before we get out of here, Philip. I'd like to spend some quality time with the missus. Before we retire for the mm. evening in our separate oh. locations. In separate <laughs> locations. Did she quarantine um, after landing? As no, 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 no. She, she's vaccinated and tested. So we felt mm. comfortable. Mm. So she, she came straight off the plane and you're already swapping spit. Just taking in all that COVID. Taking in all that to Eastern Cape so COVID. First of all, it's Western no, Cape. No, Western Cape, sorry. Uh, <laughs> her parents are avid listeners of this podcast, Philip. So <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that. Visual. <laughs> Wait, what? what? I was Why are the parents listening to podcast? I was surprised to find this out myself. Hello, how are you doing there? <laughs> Auntie Vanessa, I hope you're well. <laughs> I don't Okay, weird like okay, I need to understand. Like, do they listen on the commute to work? On the on the morning walk? Like or is it is it literally like they're chilling? They get the notification and they they sit in the living room and they hit play. Like, <laughs> anyway, do, do they listen the as a the, couple or do they listen separately? Hope, <laughs> do they listen separately? <laughs> I hope you're well. It's good to hear from this you the amazing. other day. No, I'm, dying. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> 
love I love I love how diverse our audience is. I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay, music, music, music. So as I said, the biggest story in music in Zimbabwe this week is the release of XQ's highly anticipated album, Verified Milestone. For those of you who are outside Zimbabwe and might not know who XQ is, he is he is a legend in the game. He's someone who's been making music for I would say at least at least three, uh, two and a half to three decades. And um, we are very excited to get a new album from him whenever he's released, especially in recent years. It's just been mwah. And uh, yeah, so earlier this uh, last week, actually, he released uh, his single before the album came out. It's featuring Amara Brown. It's called Try. Check it out. I really like this song and I like the I, video. I, you know, that's what I about this song. Like, I remember I told you X you played me his, uh, his album um, a few weeks back. Yeah. This song and the other one with the Bundu Boy sample was stuck in my head for weeks. Yeah. This, uh, this has been, it's, it. since I heard it, it's also been. He, knows how, to, he knows how to make earworms, bruh. He knows how to make earworms. Shout out to Exquisite, Mr. Puddity. Um, someone else who released an album this week is Freeman. I'll be honest with you, I have not sampled it yet, but I know it was highly anticipated, and many people were. I, th- uh, I think excited. I haven't either. So do not, you not, Dan. Let's be fair to Freeman. Let's 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 put it on for next week. We, we give ourselves a week to listen to it because I also haven't had time to listen to it, yep. and then we'll we'll come in and talk about it. Great, I love that idea. Now, there's a song that you referred to earlier, Philip. That was number one in Zim right now. Well, that's mm. on Zim YouTube. It's uh Saint Flo. And Holy Ten, who, yeah, are you playing it? No, 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 go ahead then. Oh, okay. It's called Gundamwenda. Zim loves Holy Ten. Ah, he's hot like fire in the streets right now. Gundarao, wali taka chinja poto. Eh, gundana, wali taka tiza mkoto. Im, ketori nerori li nengoma moto. Zanda uchamoni yaka wigwa mfoto. Ah, gundamwini. Gunda, mafuma kwenda. Gunda, ah, gundamwini. Turewa nina, mandins kwa kurema. Gunda, ah, gundamwini. Ah, mkwa shamboko, ajuta mwenga. Ango puta kwenda. I'm just fast forwarding the Holy Ten's part. See, you know. Not to say this part is bad. Just, just <laughs> 
Diri papi, you know that pick. When I found that tongue to my styles, you know that pick. Diri papi, yeah, imbo mirabchi. Inda muchi, sagando fundo gachi. Alam dea two, asindo mukana three. Hands is each a pera, hands up chabu damashi. Pera kuida se, imbo funza maski. Hey, jaya hoy wa funga kwenda. Kuchando passporti wakabuma kusitempa. Anayo transporti wakabudam kusitempa. Akamuka kutrenda. Sakunda wina. Kunda. Mavuma wina. Standard Holy Ten song. I mean, mm. I'm okay with it. I don't know if it's... I mean, it's fine, you know? Like, I don't know if I would... Mm-hmm. If I would say it's his best song or whatever, it's like it's good. It's, it's standard only ten. The only other song I wanted us to I, play I, was I, Hillsy's I, new song. Oh, I, I I I listened to that. Interesting lyrics. Interesting lyrics in that one. It's called Guka. Check it out. <laughs> Everything, everything but authentic Made me promises, promises that were empty Even lost count of the times that you left me Know that you bad for me, I wish that you cared for me What's even crazy, I keep coming back for more Know that you bad for me, I wish that you cared for me What's even crazy, I keep coming back for more Usandi Buka is uh, the the word f- for crystal meth. So I was a little worried when I saw. Oh no, is this a drug song? But no, it's a love song. Well, yeah, so, that's you know, always better. It's like uh, Com- comparing like, you know, someone, girl, someone you love to a hard drug. <laughs> you remind girl, me of crystal you, meth. <laughs> girl, you remind me of losing all my teeth and ruining my life. All right, Philip, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. We're done. We're done. We're done. Choose choose something we can end with of those songs I listed, or if you have your own. Otherwise, I know I really like that running song by Ladipo. Yeah, I was going to say, Ladipo, hit me up hit me up about that song thing on uh, Friday. It was, it was a, it's a banger. It is quite the banger, I must say. So thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for rocking it with us on our episode today. It seems slightly longer than usual. Eh, no, it's about all right. And, um... Yeah, no, don't forget, we're watching Eternals this weekend. By the way, this is not open to the public. This is mostly for Two Brook Trimble's listeners and our friends. So, yeah, mm-hmm. if you want a ticket, please hit us up in the DMs. Um, and as usual, we appreciate your support. TwoBrookTrimble's.com forward slash donate. You can subscribe to be a Patreon member. You get special, special treatment. For example, you could have joined us to watch Venom this past weekend. For fun. Yeah, we should, should uh, it's too late. We should have done it early. We should, we, why did we stop inviting patrons into the show? Ah, well, it's because we start recording so late and then we last too long recording. Okay. From now we need to be organized. Mm. Yeah. 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 We'll bring the patrons back and then we can discuss with them. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Anything else, Philip? Can we sign out and go? No, that's about it. That's about it. Uh, once again, thank you to our sponsor, Jameson Irish Whiskey. Don't forget Jameson by Original. Um, look out for more information on social media, um, uh, and more to follow because we're just getting started with that campaign. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. All right, boys Obviously, and girls. No, the effects, the, the effects of illicit alcohol are not fun. 
Yes, yes, no, but by original is fine. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, if you live in Zimbabwe, you may have seen a number of stories in the press speaking about the influx of counterfeit or illicit alcohol that's flooding the market. This is obviously especially concerning as we approach the festive season. Maybe you've even seen forwards in the group chat with alcohol being sold at ridiculously cheap prices. The scariest thing about this recent trend is that consumers don't know what's in the drinks they're consuming. Some of these counterfeit alcohols contain harmful products such as ethanol and pure alcohol as well as coloring agents that could cause irreversible damage to the health of consumers. So because of this, Jameson Irish Whiskey has launched the hashtag BuyOriginal campaign. To help you identify that your Jameson Irish Whiskey is original, they have added extra safety and security markers to protect you. Whenever you buy a bottle of Jameson Irish Whiskey, look out for a clear seal on the neck of the bottle with the Jameson text and a white sticker on the bottle reminding you to drink responsibly. For more information on how Jameson Irish Whiskey is protecting you from counterfeit alcohol and how you can identify if your whiskey is original, head on over to twobroketumbos.com forward slash Jameson or look out for the information on our social media pages. Jameson Irish Whiskey by original. So we're going to sign out with uh, this brand new Ladipo and Fireboy DML collaboration. It's called Running. Why are you running? Ah! Ah! <laughs> and... Uh,
Still I got fans filling every room This anointing from the microphone And that song God only heaven knows There's no time There's no energy I'm just running, running, running Sweet white wine Cause there's no energy I'm just running, running on fives There's no time I'm just running on vibes Sweet white wine with some heavy combined Let me your wine cause it's heavy all night I don't want any on night You can offend me all night I'm just running Running, 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 running. 